0: Hi everyone, my name is Tyler Oakley and you are listening to Psychobabble, an unfiltered half hour of gossip sessions, pop culture scrutiny, and stories we've never told before in videos. It's not just crazy talk, it's psychobabble. Today we are doing an advice episode. What to do when your partner's dog is annoying, should you hook up with your ex, how do you say no to hanging out, and how to get out of that friend zone. Subscribe anywhere you listen to podcasts and join our exclusive psychobabble community at patreon.com psychobabble. If you're not on our discord, you're only getting half the babble.
1: Hi. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hello. Oh, hi. Hello. (laughs) Oh, Tyler. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Tyler.
0: Hey. Can you believe this is our 300th episode? Oh my gosh, I wasn't even thinking. Were you not? Well, have
1: I ever. I was going to say, I've never known you to think. Have I ever thought? In in, uh, 13 years of friendship and 300 episodes of Psychobabble, I've never known you to be a thinker.
0: 300 episodes? Yeah, bitch. I mean, (laughs) should I get out our our podcast awards award? Yes. Should I show (laughs) the people? Not only have we made the podcast, but we have the yeah the Yo. yeah <laughs> we have the hardware to back that's it up that's what I was trying to get at we have
1: well the hardware I mean we did we did lose a queery recently Shh.
0: don't tell me <laughs> you're only as good as your best win not your most recent lost oh so oh, yeah yeah well, it's March Madness right now, and don't I know that. Don't change the subject to a <laughs> sport. I have been hearing about women's basketball. Have you heard? Oh, yes. They're really doing they them all, dirty.
1: Yeah, well, all the, like, sporting, all the, like... So the the women's NCAA tournament basketball got no weight room and uh I saw that someone complained about it on TikTok, but all these companies stepped up and said, I'm sending gym equipment, you better fucking accept it.
0: Yeah, Orange Theory was like, here's a resistance band.
1: Yeah. Peloton was like, here's or uh Tonal and I think Peloton were like, here's some stuff. Knock <laughs> knock.
0: That is that <laughs> is we? so sweet of them.
1: Oh my god, what? wait, should what? I what should tweet we send at those? We should send should, something. No No. No, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs>
0: what? We should send something. No,
1: I was. See, I was making this about me. I was going to say, should we, um, should I tweet them and be like, here's my weight room. Anybody got something for me? You would. You would. If I do it in a wig, do you think it would
0: help? I do have so, I do have an extra. um, (laughs) We could crowdfund their weight room. I have heavy things. (laughs)
1: You just send them your teen choice surfboard. Mm. How heavy is our podcast award? Very light. Weighty. It's
0: plastic. Oh, mm. So so I don't know how much help we can. (laughs) I don't know. If if they're asking us for help, we can't help them. But you know who we can help? uh, Ourselves. Nope. At an
1: all-you-can-eat buffet. Yep. That's what the the motto is. Help yourself. Nope. (laughs) Nope.
0: (laughs) Nope. What we were going to help them with is.
1: Hey, Hey, did you ever eat at the Ponderosa in Jackson, Michigan?
0: No. Oh, wow. Too good for a
1: Ponderosa? That's right not, up Not your me, alley. Not me.
0: I don't think I was too good. I think my family thought they were too good, which oh, is God. strange because I know they were not too good. <laughs> I You, you would have loved it. No, we were really <laughs> into that Chinese restaurant right next to the art van. Do you remember that? No. It was like in and the art van parking lot. Like it was a restaurant. By s- the blockbuster? Yes. <laughs> Yes,
1: there's an Arby's over there. There's a yeah, I think there's an Arby's over there. Well, anyway, <laughs> hey, uh, who are you going to say we should help?
0: I was going to say we should do an advice episode, but then you said it was the 300th episode. Should we do something more special for 300th episode, or is this going to be like? Should well, we- we're kind of on the spot. How special can we make it? <laughs> We've we already record. We, you know well, what? Could you do? Uh, Uh, With a pimp (laughs) cup? We could really riff. Oh, God.
1: Not what could you do with a pimp cup. We
0: could riff. My least, my (laughs) least favorite Tyler Oakley video. We could riff, my dear. Are you familiar with riffing? Riffing and and (laughs) scourching. Riffing and (laughs) scourching. Sniffing and...
1: Yes. Yeah. All right, so how how good at riffing are we?
0: Do you want to find out or do you want to do an advice episode? I'm I'm down for whatever. That sounds very yes and of you. <laughs> it does. How
1: could how could we even riff? Could we could we could attempt to recreate the first episode? What
0: happened in the first episode?
1: <laughs> oh, god, it's morti- stupid. I've been mortified to even try to listen to the first episode ever again because I just feel like I was a Big ball of nerves. Really? Were you nervous? Well, there was like, it's not like it is now where it's just you and I. I mean, there used to be people sitting in the room. Were there? Don't you? Yes. Don't you remember?
0: I have I have no memory of anything before like 12 days ago.
1: Shout out to Emma. She used Emma! to sit there and have to, oh. and she had to listen to all this shit we said. You
0: know what? A, a real true win was making Emma go. Yeah, literally, <laughs> yes, yes. You I was, was like, oh, damn, I'm funny. Today, I we have got knew.
1: It. <laughs> We knew we were on something when she would smirk from behind <laughs> her headset.
0: You know what? What?
1: <sighs> uh. We've come from a long line of uh people sitting in the room listening to us.
0: <laughs> that's my life, you baby. Know? I think that's my I think that I've made a career out of it, I think. <laughs> no. But I mean like in real life. Well, uh, who was doing it before Emma? Emma was the first. Okay, who was the second? Um,
1: well, I mean there was kind of I, like Oh, we You're were talking at-
0: only only psychobabble. I thought you were just talking yeah, about like. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, well let's. Do would you like to? Is this? Who the fuck's sitting in your room? I have a. I have a balloon. <laughs> Who, who's behind you? Look over there. It's a it's a unicorn balloon.
1: Oh god! Do you see it? What are you gonna do with it later? Are you gonna are you gonna pop that? It? I'm
0: gonna yiff it and skirt it. Are you gonna put that horn
1: in your no horn hole?
0: Actually, like to give some advice. <laughs> Let's
1: do it. Because listen, half the time when we do an advice episode, anyway, we just talk about shit for six minutes that has nothing to do with anything. So we're right, right on pace.
0: Designers. We're right on pace.
1: Okay. Maybe this is our way of giving back to all of you who've given to us.
0: Okay. <laughs> Before we do that, what's our what's our um oh oh yes, yes, yes. Ooh, if you ooh. ever have questions. Mm-hmm
1: email us at psychobabblequestions at gmail.com. And just know, we are not licensed individuals. We're just two sissy girls giving advice to our sissy girls.
0: Mm. Yep. Yep.
1: There you have it. With that being said, I will read the first email. Uh, Title is, my girlfriend's dog is an asshole. Okay. I'm on the edge of my seat bit. I'm edging also. Uh, I'm R. 23 years old, pronouns she, her. And almost two months ago, I started dating my girlfriend, E, 21, she, her. She's my first serious-ish girlfriend since I came out about a year ago, and things are going well. She is amazing. She makes me so happy. However, she has a, <laughs> she has a dog who's around one or two years old that I cannot stand. I like dogs a lot, but I'm definitely more of a cat person. Her dog is on the larger side in terms of size, but it's constantly forcing its way onto our laps and in between us when we're sitting and watching TV. He's extremely active and hyper, even after spending hours outside and going for walks and playing. He also climbs in the front seat when we're in their car and is just pretty much overall annoying. She loves him so much, um, but I don't think she's doing enough to train these behaviors out of him, and I can't stand spending time when he's around." which is difficult considering I'm dating his owner. How do I tell her that Uh, she needs to train her dog better without being offensive?
0: Well- (laughs) Love, R. Oh, I have opinions. I have dated a guy with a bad, annoying dog. Who? You don't know him? Okay. Wow. And I have dated guys with wonderful dogs. I have dated guys with wonderful dogs. (laughs) So here's- I, I First, I would say, do the math. It, how much longer is that dog going to be an issue? <laughs> Big dogs live to like 12 to 14, right? Well, it depends on their lifestyle.
1: Yeah, bitch. That dog, and it's only one or two. That means it's going to be here for at least 10 more
0: years. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Right? Oh, here's what I'll say. Some dogs are annoying as hell, but they really grow mm. up. (gasps) Ricky Dillon, hello. Thank you for (laughs) raiding. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Hey, P.S., we're doing a live... I'm doing a live stream as... This is a live recorded episode. If you're listening to this, I was live on Twitch. Hello. Ricky Dillon just (laughs) raided me on Twitch and I wanted to say hello. Okay, we're back. Um, If that were my dog, I would be mortified. So I understand and I empathize. Like, you know when your dog's like an annoying asshole, stupid bitch. Like, you know. (laughs) So, like, it's not a good feeling. And certainly, the the owner is either clueless or they know. And if they're clueless, (sighs) do you want to date them? And if they know and they're not doing anything, do you want to date them?
1: I feel like the more I talk about dogs, the more I really just sound like I don't like dogs. You know? I feel like I've definitely dated people who've had annoying dogs, and I felt like I avoided going over to their house because... I'm very much like R in this situation.
0: Oh, I agree. I feel like when um when I know like a hookup includes no the dog not being okay a- with the situation and the owner not knowing how to control the dog in the situation, it's like it's it's over. It's it's bye. Have we talked about uh hookups when the person has the dog in the room? Um maybe? That's happened with me. But you know what? Some dogs don't care. You got to train your dog not to care. You got to train your dog not to care. I care. If I'm dating you
1: or if I'm hooking up with you, I don't want your dog in the room. And I'm sorry if I'm selfish for saying
0: that. I understand. But you know what? It's either you have the dog barking from the bathroom which is definitely a mood killer. Or <laughs> and you pawing
1: could, at the door. You could both
0: have soundproof headphones or something or no. earplugs. Or maybe have a um you know those those silent s- discos? You, you guys could be comp- <laughs> put the dog on a silent disco. <laughs> no. You could you could both be in a silent disco <laughs> headphones while butt naked and going at it and you won't hear the dog.
1: Uh, not not
0: butt naked. That's, a, that's an option. The real question was, how do you tell your your partner that their dog sucks, or wh- how do you deal with it? Or yeah,
1: what? how do you yeah how do you deal with it? Do you tell them that it needs training?
0: What do you do? I th- I mean, okay, <laughs> genuine answer. I think I would say. So, did you ever have somebody help train your dog, or were you just going to do it yourself,
1: <laughs> or
0: <laughs> or something like that? Just phrase it as they have two options, and both options include training the dog. I would say.
1: I've seen a lot of TikToks lately where they give dog training advice. Maybe you start watching those and you start training the dog.
0: I follow a lot of TikToks that are like dog um, tips and tricks and things. Some people have different... Here's the thing. Everything is subjective. So everyone has different perceptions of what's normal for an animal or a pet to be doing. So maybe your partner grew up with that dog, with their dogs being like that. And so they thought that that was normal. I think that... Here's the real answer. Communication is key. If you, (laughs) if you, there's, there are a multitude of issues that your relationship can have. And all of them can be solved by being on the same page via communication. If you say, this is not something that I want to deal with. Then they'll either get the point and do something about it. Or they'll be like, "Mm, I'm going to have to um, pick the dog. And then either way, you save yourself some time.
1: Yeah, they're either going to pick the dog or they're going to train the dog. But if it's annoying, I fully understand you. I feel like I've been in that position before.
0: Did we help this I get person? I, I don't know. Are we sure? We sure hope so. TBD. Now, before we talk about anything else, we got to give some love to our sponsor for today's episode. And that is Discover. Now, before we talk about anything else, we got to give some love to our sponsor for today's episode, which is apartments.com. Apartments.com has more rental listings than anywhere else, so finding the perfect place is easier than ever, and so is finally moving in together. Just the two of you, it's a big step. Lots of new responsibilities, lots of adjustments. Most likely, uh, they'll wake you up at odd hours to go to the bathroom and you'll most definitely find yourself in trouble coming home late for dinner and they might even unroll all your toilet paper next time. Thank you so much, Apartments.com, for sponsoring this week's episode of the podcast. We love you here at Psychobabble. Now, back to the gossip. Okay, next question.
1: Um, all right, let's find this next question. Um, this question says, it's from V, and it says, Heartbroken, but the sex was good. Uh, dear Tyler and Corey, I'm in a lot of pain. My boyfriend just broke up with me. As in, we were out with some friends, then got home, and he just ended it. We had a longer conversation the next day, but he barely elaborated. He said he doesn't want this, that I suck the air out of the room, and then said that the sex was a big part of the relationship and that it's a shame that things are ending because the sex was really good. Um, like he thought that was a compliment. I'm in so much pain, like my whole body feels like it needs to explode on my skin. How do I get past this breakup? P.S. Is there any way to be physical with him again? IDK, sex seems like a bad idea, but I just want to hug him and hold him for a while.
0: Yeesh. Okay, well, clearly, both people have different um, perceptions of what the sex means to them. The physicality means to them. And there's no wrong... I don't think there's anything wrong with either side. Some people are more sexual and some people are more sentimental when it comes to physical stuff. I think it maybe wasn't worded the best in a breakup, but also we are hearing the dumpies reiteration of it. So I don't know how much of it is was worded as such. My point is, um they're asking if they can if if they should get
1: Keep having sex? (laughs) Um, Well, they're saying, how did they get over the breakup? But then they're also asking if they think that a physical part of the relationship is a good idea to continue, which I definitely would say, if you're trying to get over the breakup, the physical thing isn't going to help you get over it. So I would also say that I think that's probably a bad idea, even if the sex was great.
0: Some people are better than others at separating sex and uh, meaning of the sex. And Absolutely. there's nothing wrong with that. But some people are not as good as sep- at separating meaning to, s- to physicality in a relationship or even just like hookups or sex. And there's nothing wrong with that. But if you know that you have pain and you know that your intimacy with somebody uh, is attached to your intimacy with them, then I would say do not hook up. If you know you can hook up and get your rocks off or whatever the children are up to, and you know it won't mean anything for you, then I say go for it. Like, nothing matters. Like, if you can do it without it hurting you, but if he's trying to do it and he's trying to make you do it and he's like, and but you also want to do it because you kind of want to be with him, but you know it's still going to hurt, then don't. It's going to hurt more in the long run than you're asking for.
1: Yeah, I feel like I've been in that exact position sometimes where I've been, like, dumped and thought, oh, well, maybe we can keep doing physical stuff to, like, hang on to something, but I know, at least for me... I was also
0: trying to hang on to more than just the sex. So, also, there's so many people in the world you can fuck. <laughs> like, trust me when I say that, like, there will be better sex, and sex that means something. That uh, if you want some sex with spe- with people, that it means something to them too. You can find that. And clearly, if sex means something to you with the person, you would probably want it to mean something for the other person as well. So, yeah, there's plenty of other people to have sex with. And, girl, if you're feeling frisky and you're feeling tempted, flick it, jerk it, bop it, twist it. (laughs) You will lose the the temptation. (laughs) As soon as as you take care of business yourself, you'll be like, "Mm, thank God I did not text him. Anytime you're tempted to text an ex and try to make that (laughs) flick it, bop it, Pop it, twist it, pull it instead.
1: I agree. I think time is the only way thing that like heals a broken heart. So, yeah, maybe separation and some self-love will help you get over this person. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank, Thank you, v. Yeah, yeah. are you ready? For, are you ready for another one? Sure., uh, this one is from C. And she says, I have a bit of a conundrum. Mm. My question is short but sweet. Should you always have to justify to your friends and family why you make certain decisions? Like why you don't want to go to college or why you don't want to hang out that day. Sometimes I change my mind, but I'm constantly having to justify why to friends and family, and it's extremely frustrating. What do you think?
0: No is a complete answer. T. No is a complete (laughs) sentence. Um... I get it because like people really think that just because they have access to you doesn't means that they like deserve a reason why you can't hang or why you can't do anything or, you know, all of that. I understand because sometimes people are, I guess, are curious or I don't know. But yeah, you don't owe them anything. No, I mean, I find this very
1: relatable. I I feel like I'm one of those people that feels like When someone texts me or reaches out, like, I have to respond immediately. And sometimes I'm not in that headspace to, like, make a decision or come up with a complete answer. And it's definitely something I struggle with a lot. Um, I do
0: think it's different, though, if so. Do we know how old this person was? Because maybe they're, like, in high school or something, and they're like, oh, my family wants to hang out, and I don't know how to tell them no. I'm like, well, sometimes you don't have a choice. (laughs) (laughs)
1: that's very true but I mean yeah like at, at 36 sometimes I'm just especially in the last year with COVID and everything and we've all got a lot going on like it's not I don't know it's like sometimes I just need some space and I think I get in my head and I get worried that uh like someone might be mad at me or or uh, someone might be upset that I don't respond quick enough. And I just have to remind myself that the people who are important to me um, understand that we're all going through a lot right now. And that maybe sometimes it's just some of my own like insecurities and irrational thoughts. And sometimes I just have to remember like, Ty's not going to be super pissed if I don't text him back within five minutes of him texting me.
0: Also, yeah, it's, um, I, I think my, one of my frustrations in the digital age is everyone like you said everyone expects access at all times like people did not used to be able to reach each other and the instant access that people have of like demanding an answer at all times immediately I think is destructive to like friendships relationships peace of mind like a lot of decisions that are important people used to be able to think it over and now having to, like, give an instant answer, that's a lot of anxiety that some people are not able to... P- some people can't do an instant answer. They have to think it through. Um, yeah. So, yeah. I I think uh, one easy way is if, if people want an explanation as to why you have to say no to something, but you feel weird saying, like, because I said so, because I said no... Um, Sometimes I think a good answer is like, I I'm really at my limit right now with new projects, or I'm really I'm really tied up with a lot of stuff that I'm trying to work through right now, or you know like I've reached capacity for like, or I've reached my bandwidth for what I'm trying to accomplish right now. Can I get back to you when I have more time, or you know stuff like that? It's like some people if they can't get a concrete answer as to what you're doing and why you can't hang out or whatever. Um, maybe saying something vague like that might be helpful in addition to no. I don't know.
1: I like all that. I also like, I don't know. I've noticed that for me, it helps um, to kind of like if I'm I'm going for a run, it's like, obviously, I know I'm going to be busy for an hour. So it's like just reminding myself that they don't always know, know what you're up to. Like, it's okay if you're doing something. It's okay if you're taking a long shower, or exercising, or reading a book. Like, you don't have to justify And it's not like you're ignoring them. You're just taking care of yourself and prioritizing yourself first. And I think that's what's important, especially
0: in this last, like, fucking year. Everyone has different ideas of what's appropriate for phone screen time, and everyone projects that onto each other. And so just because you are on your phone checking your notifications 24-7 does not mean anybody else is. And just because somebody might be updating a social media profile or something does not mean they're checking their texts. For me, I know that I have different allocations of how I spend my energy. Like, I don't want to check my texts until I'm on my computer. So I can go do and type on my computer. But you might see me update my Instagram story, but that doesn't mean that I have the mental capacity to get back to you about something that's like completely unrelated to frivolous social media. I think... Anybody that takes it personally when you don't immediately get back to them or blah, 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 they don't know boundaries. And I think to—but also, you kind of have to put your boundaries up. You have to kind of tell people your boundaries and be direct about, like, if they do want to talk shit to you about, like, why didn't you text me back yet? You can say something and put your boundary up of, like, oh, we—I don't check my phone as much as you. (laughs)
1: Like, it's not
0: any more complicated than that. But, um— I think you kind of have right, to like, be clear.
1: You're like, hey, my fucking device told me that, that my usage is up 20% from last week and I'm trying to get it back down.
0: So that's that on that.
1: Set your boundaries.
0: Yes, ma'am, Pam.
1: We probably have time for one more. Sure, baby. Okay, this is from B. B says, hey, guys, I need some advice on how to know whether or not this guy likes me. We've been coworkers for about six years and we have been friendly with each other, but recently we've gotten closer." We've been spending hours on the phone together until 5 in the morning and he'll go out of his way to come up and talk to me at work. Last week he told me that I am his best friend. Everything is always very fun and flirty with us. He added me to his group chat with his friend and we're all getting along really well. All of our coworkers are always saying how we'd be so good together and that we should just date. But every time I try to suggest that something more happens, he always says, "I don't want you to get your hopes up." I'm internally I am eternally in the friend zone here. Um or do you guys have any suggestions on how I can escape? Please be honest with me. I need to know how Sue sees it.
0: Well, this Thanks is how be. Sue sees it, baby. Bitch, he told you. <laughs> he told you. You yeah. told us what he told you.
1: Yeah. He really did
0: tell you. So, what do you want me to say? Bitch, listen, he, reread man. what the email you sent me. <laughs> He did
1: tell you. I know. It's so hard. Like it's not hard.
0: It's not hard.
1: It (laughs) is sometimes hard if you like feel like you have a best friend and then you like think like, oh, what if we'd be great together? Hint, hint,
0: wink, wink. <laughs> you trying to fuck? <laughs> well, I don't want to.
1: I don't want to get your hopes
0: up. <laughs> um, listen, I, I, I don't get it, but I, I hear the situation. It does suck, but he told you he's not interested. But that his behavior might be what he thinks is what best friends get up to. And if he told you he's not trying to date more, then you need to listen to that. And if that's not what the type of best friend that you want, if you want your actual best friend to be somebody that you're also fucking and dating, then you need to allocate your time that you're dedicating to him to somebody who also wants to do all those fun things that you like as a best friend, but also all the other things that he doesn't want to do. Because clearly he thinks that's best friend behavior, but you're not matched up on what you think the behavior is. Yeah, and I would
1: say like how lucky are you to have a friend like this that you do really get along with and does um exemplify some of the like traits and characteristics that you want in a partner so like I would say pay attention to those things and then take those in your life moving forward when looking for a a potential uh mate or whatever like if if this person's treating you the way you want if you like the way they joke like you, make a conscious like acknowledgement of all these things and think this is the type of person I should be looking for I think that's great that y'all get along so well and I get that it might be a little confusing um if you're just reading body language and and kind of that sort of thing but if he flat out said I don't want to get your hopes up I mean then you've got to you've got to listen
0: Plus, I don't know. There is a world where oh. there's a world. Are, a are world. we in a world? <laughs> oh my god. Look over there. Me as an astronaut. There is a world. <laughs> there's a world where um uh maybe he's not this person is not a dating person maybe this person is not interested in relationships not everyone is looking for a relationship or in their life ever looking for a relationship so maybe what he is trying to be with you is exactly what he's trying to be with you but you want something else and that's okay but girl yeah you need to you need to listen to him and you need to listen to yourself and if it's not matched up you gotta go
1: there's a world but i would say (laughs) <laughs> there is a world. But keep him as a friend, it sounds
0: like a great friendship.
1: That's what I said. Like at the end of the day, think about do you if this person really is your best friend and you're getting along so well, is this a person or a relationship that you're willing to give up? And my point is being like don't risk it all going wrong and him kind of pushing you away because you cross a line that he told you he doesn't want to cross. Like, be thankful for the friendship that you have. And like I said, pay attention to the character characteristics that he has that you would like in a partner and know going forward that you were successful in creating a relationship with a person like this currently. And so that you'll definitely be able to find somebody else that has all this and also wants to marry you or date you or whatever your end goal is. But, That's be, what I but be
0: careful because it's easy to allow people that you kind of think oh that would be a great person to date but they don't want to date me it's easy to keep doing the behavior that you're currently in of spending all that time and staying up till that time on the phone with them And that that's you have 24 hours in a day if you spend six hours of that on the phone with some guy that you wish would want to date you back but doesn't want to date you back and it's told you doesn't want to date you back but you want to spend that time you might be able to spend that time pursuing people that could fulfill those needs that you have So like don't you can keep somebody in your life, but you can put a boundary up on what you allow them to be in your life. Like they shouldn't they shouldn't have all that access to you if they're not if they're not able to fulfill the rest of the needs that somebody with that much access to you, you would want to give them. Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, I definitely hear and validate that.
1: Maybe the world is telling... Maybe there's a world and, that world, and that world is telling you to focus on friendships right now.
0: And that's how Sue sees it. That is how Sue sees it. And that's what you missed on Glee. <laughs> well, Corey, another four people's lives we've just saved.
1: I think we really did. Was it four? Was it five? I
0: don't even remember. Who can ever be sure? That's true. That's true. That's... <laughs> That is true. That's true, baby. (laughs)
1: Uh, Oh, my God. Can you believe another successful episode in the can? 300 down, 300 more to go.
0: (laughs) Wow. Okay. Okay. Yes, baby. Sure. Yeah, baby. Um, That is so true. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yes, baby.
1: Sure, baby. Yeah, baby. Sure, baby.
0: Um, Corey, where can people find you?
1: Oh, you can find me... In
0: this world. Oh, this world? That's great. In the this world. This my
1: world. Wow. This is me. I'm in the world. I'm around the world. I'm about this world. That's so
0: thats so great. Uh, you can find me on um, twitch.tv slash Oakley. I'm live for four hours and 41 more minutes. Well, not when people listen to this, they're not. I could be. Who knows? Whenever you listen, <laughs> check Twitch. I might be online. Okay. Um, okay. Well, have a good life. Don't forget to join <laughs> us on the Patreon. You, oh yeah yes
1: yes and yeah we're thinking about starting a book club
0: great yeah on the discord <laughs> <laughs> yes we were talking about it i have heard of books
1: yes yes i just yeah, gotta love few, it i
0: got a few more books on um my... well
1: you don't know how to you don't know how to read no no no, no.
0: yes cr- true i got a few more books on animal crossing <gasps> what yeah
1: oh Books? Are you like making a bookshelf or something? No.
0: Well, tune in. Maybe you can find <laughs> out. <You> stupid bitch. Twitch.tv slash Ty
1: Well, I'm so glad I came to support your birthday live stream.
0: Okay, cool. Oh,
1: if you're listening to this episode on March 22nd, wish Tyler a happy birthday.
0: Mm, that is so true.
1: That's, that's, that's so
0: nice. I'm turning 32, y'all. Yeah. 32. Feeling blue. Yeah.
1: I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 32.
0: Okay, well, we gotta go. Have a good life. All we'll, right. We'll see you later. on the Discord. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye, Corey. Love you later.